Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. 
Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. I want to start out with, um, I know you're, you're a charts guy, so based on the charts that you're reading, now you look at things, how do you see 2024 playing out? Um, you know, a lot of people said, you know, obviously we had a great year in 2023. Um, there's this some people that's nervous, the political cycle, it would say that it would be a good year based off of past history, based on on an election year. Um, so where do you, where do you see this market right now? As far as charts is concerned? I like, I like how you throw out the seasonality there. No big deal. No big deal. It's a little four year cycle. Throw out a shot out there. I like it. I like it. Um, no, listen, it, it's less about the charts and more about reality, right? A lot of people are like, oh, the market should do this or, oh, the market could do this. What is it actually doing, right? That's what I'm mostly interested in. What is the what is actually happening? And it just so happens that the best way to visualize what's actually taking place in the market is in a chart, right? You could literally see yeah. it. And like, I'm not like the smartest guy. Like, you can tell me something a million times. You got to show me. Like, let me see. Like, can I just yeah. see? So the charts are very helpful to be able to see what the market is actually doing. Is the world falling apart? I don't know. Let's see what the S&P 500 is doing. Oh, I see it at all time highs. So I don't know, maybe the world is not actually falling apart. Maybe things are pretty good. Oh, maybe it's just the United States uh, that's doing so well. Why don't we look uh, and see what's going on in other countries? Oh shit, Brazil's making new all time highs. So yeah. Chile and Peru. And Nikkei. Nikkei 33 year highs, Germany new all time highs. All Denmark does is go straight up with their healthcare. It's fantastic. France new all time highs, ton of industrials there. You look at Asia, things like uh, Jakarta, right? Like the only thing not working is China, right? Which is a very rare exception. I mean, you go down to Australia, things are good. Uh, so just more new all time highs across the board. You see an expansion of stocks making new highs. Right. We had over 50 percent of the S&P 500 was hitting new three month highs the other day. Like those are the types of things that happen early in cycles. So in terms of like what are the charts telling me like for the year? Well, I don't know what's going to happen a year from now, but we're not in a market environment where things are getting worse. For the last 18 months, we've been in a market environment where things keep getting better. So yeah. you're going to see things stop getting better before they start to get worse right like we're not we're not getting you know what i'm saying like things aren't getting worse they just keep getting better so like when that stops then we'll you know we'll have a different conversation so that's that's how i see it you know so what does that mean oh it's a bull market it's a bear market like what, what why should we care what kind of market environment we're in because that's the first thing that we want to do as investors first identify what type of market environment we're in and then decide the best tools and strategies for that environment Right. So if we're in a low volatility environment, why on earth would you incorporate strategies that are good for high volatility environments? That would yeah. be stupid. Right. That would be dumb. That just doesn't make mathematical sense. So we're in a low volatility environment. Let's incorporate strategies that are good for low vol environments. OK. Are the majority of stocks going up or the majority of stocks going down? I don't know if you've looked, but the majority of stocks have been going up. So we want to yeah, spend our time. time. 
yeah, we want to spend our time looking for stocks to buy versus allocating more time looking for stocks to sell. You know, there are more uptrends than there are range-bound markets, so we don't necessarily want to incorporate too many range-bound market uh, strategies. We want to incorporate more trend-following strategies, right? So that's that's how we look at uh, the current state of the market, how we want to approach it. I think it's like that. When we look at uh, when we look at twenty twenty four, we we've already heard that there was going to be rate cuts, and so we're big on technology. We talk about technology companies all the time. We see companies going up and up with the rates getting lower. Obviously, that would create an environment for tech companies to to continue to appreciate. What are your thoughts on that? Because everybody keeps talking about this pullback, this pullback, this recessionary environment in the second half of the year. They said that in 2023, we didn't see it. We spoke to you about it, and the charts didn't indicate that. What are your thoughts around the tech sector with interest rates uh, being reduced over the next six months? Yeah, you know, stocks and bonds are moving together. That's the big thing. And if you look at uh, technology, um, technology represents almost 30%. Basically, today, it's essentially pennies from 30% of the entire S&P 500. This is technology. So if we know that stocks and bonds are trading together, right, then your thesis that lower rates should be good for technology stocks, I would agree with all of that, right? That would make perfect sense. You know, what I think actually is getting, you know, taking that one step further, what I think part of the driver of that trend that you're talking about is the fact that a lot of investors still think that the treasury bond market is the safe haven. Like when stocks sell off, bonds rally, that inverse correlation that we had in place for a long, long time, the majority of my career, certainly. But we're not in that type of environment. We're in an environment that's more inflationary where stocks and bonds are trading together, something like maybe the 1970s. So we're just in a different kind of environment where stocks and bonds need to be treated differently than many than than most of us have been accustomed to over the last 20 years. So that's just something to keep in mind. And I think it's taking investors a long time to come to terms with that. And I think that that is further unwind of just how critical I think, you know, rates staying down could be good for the stock market and technology in particular as 30% of the S&P. What stocks or sectors uh, surprised you the most in 2023 and how much they went up? Well, I mean, I didn't see a 50 spot on the queues. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, 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 we were bullish. We were buying stocks. We were buying them, you know, because if you recall, kind of like rewind for just a second. So back in the late 20, like in, in the late 20s, in late 22, the short interest in these tech stocks was off the charts, right? Chart, yeah, it was high. We, we had a bear market. The, 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 the majority of stocks bottomed out in June of 2022, right? That's when most stocks stopped going down. And then from there, things got better. But some of the tech stocks and queues continued to fall, even though most things were already on their way up in the back half of 22. It, the, the, the bears, the short sellers, instead of covering their shorts after these massive declines, like 80, 90% decline in some of these growth stocks, right? You guys know. Yeah. Rather than covering their shorts, some did. We were short some stocks. We covered our shorts, right? Some people did. But in aggregate, which is what counts, not only did they not cover their shorts, they added to their shorts so that by the end of 22, they were the most short those growth stocks the entire cycle after most stocks had already bottomed. So yeah. that's that unwind. And then Wall Street comes in with their first negative 
ex expectations for the S&P 500 on a consensus basis, negative year, first time all century. Yeah. At the same time that all these institutions were super short, you got that nasty squeeze. So what surprised me? I didn't see, as bullish as we were, I didn't see a 50 spot on the queues. Um, but what I, I will say that I'm not surprised, but I think is going unnoticed, is that the best performer in the second half of last year was financials. Mm. Nobody's talking yeah. about that. Remember ba banking yeah. crisis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three banks no one's ever heard of disappeared. So what? More of them should have gone. There's too many as it is. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.